Welcome to the Creative Entrepreneur Podcast, where mindset and marketing meet purpose, passion, and profits. I'm Bob Baker, and if you're a creative entrepreneur or someone who runs a heart-centered business, you're in the right place. To get a free collection of sample chapters from my books and audiobooks, just pay a quick visit to promoteyourcreativity.com. That's promoteyourcreativity.com. Now, enjoy the episode. This is the Creative Entrepreneur Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. We are going to continue answering questions submitted by our beloved readers, followers, <laughs> listeners, all that good stuff. And I'm doing this not alone, but with my friend, Lee Mueller. Hey, Lee, how are you? Hi, Bob. How's it going today? It's going fantastic. All uh, right. I really enjoyed those last couple of episodes where we uh, answered some questions. I'm acting like we recorded them weeks ago, but actually we it just- It was. It was so long ago. It was, it was so it's been minutes. <laughs> I can't even remember back then. Well, yes, we're really enjoying this. And uh, and by the way, uh, Lee, you're uh, let's just let the people know really really quick. You're a, you're an author. Sure. You're a, I'm an author. I'm a playwright. I'm an actor. All, all around a good guy, good person. Yeah. Uh, I would say that. I was a Boy Scout. Uh, you know, I mean, hey. Oh, I was a Cub Scout. I never made it to Boy Scout. Uh, but uh, author, musician, uh, improv teacher, actor, and all these many, many things that I think my listeners may already know from previous following me. Um, but yeah, we, we're, we're taking questions related to creativity and acting yes. and, um, and just uh, giving our spin on uh, you know, trying to provide some advice to the world for the creative folks here. You know the name Ann Sheehan. Oh, no, Ann Sheehan. I know Ann Sheehan. Sure. So, <laughs> so Ann Sheehan is a friend, old friend of ours. I know I was in a play or two with her. Were mm -hmm. you in did theater yeah. with her? Yeah. That's yeah. How I knew her. She was in the, uh, the, the, the story from last time. If, if people want to click on the link from the six questions, the pretzel uh, thing we talked about last oh, time. With right. the, she was, she she was in, in that. that. Yeah, in she that, was in, in that, that with show? us. Yes, she was. So Ruth and Ann were both in that show? Ruth and Ann were both in that show. That's right. Okay. Yeah. But we so Lee and I have uh, formed and been in uh, two different improv slash sketch comedy mm -hmm. groups. One was in the mid '80s, and one was in the kind of later '90s. Uh, and Anne was in that second one called the Wits yep. Wits End, and we mm -hmm. you know, formed both those groups basically with theater friends. Mainly stay in touch with Anne on um, on Facebook, but she's a like a theater veteran, or you know, she's the uh, acting mm -hmm. veteran. I don't know how much she does now because she's been spending a lot of time raising a family. Yes. So I mm -hmm. think she posted this. She has two some smiley faces uh, after it. So she probably meant it as kind of a joke. But I know it's it's a question that people actually yes. do ask. So <laughs> we're being very <laughs> suspenseful here. Anne's question is: How do you memorize all those lines? And that's how many times have we heard that? Yeah, um, I think she posted it because it's a common question mm -hmm. for actors. And so you and I have both been in plays where we've had to memorize. Lots of lines. Lots of lines, yes. Some plays more than, than others. I'm just going to start state right up front that I have not been in a scripted play, and I bet you it's close to 15 years now. Wow. So yeah. it's been a while, but I was in a couple dozen of them in the days when we were first met and all that. 
I've been teaching and performing improv comedy, and I love being able to go into a venue, uh, which I've done many times with myself and anywhere from four to six other players, uh, with nothing but a list of games and being able to do a 90 minute show, a full 90 minute show with an intermission. So the length of a movie or a full play, you know, mm -hmm. without having to really memorize anything we're literally you know we're making it up as we go along now, each of those games have structures and all that stuff so sure. but, but there's no memorized dialogue or lyrics to the songs so i'm really spoiled and so the idea of go, going back to having a memorized line actually i'm resistant to it i'm intimidated mm -hmm. by it but i think i remember those days when i had to do it so i'm just going to i just want to get that up there that uh sure it isn't it is an intimidating thing and i did a sketch comedy show a few years ago where i just had to memorize like a handful of lines. I mean, it's really mm -hmm. minimal compared to what I used to have to do in full-blown plays. And I was like, I had the, it was night, like I didn't sleep well. <laughs> you know? uh, yes. The actor's nightmare. Yes. Yes. The actor's nightmare. You're on mm -hmm. stage and you can't remember anything. So this mm -hmm. is like a real thing for people, but I, but I know that people that are either new to theater, I've never done it. They wonder, how do you do that? So I'm going to turn it over to you now, Lee. Sure. How do you, I, now it's interesting is I would get that question. I did a lot of community theater with and community theater was basically a lot of new people who just thought who saw an ad in the paper says, Hey, we're doing uh, this Neil Simon play or we're, we're doing this play come and audition and, and community theater is open to everybody and you know, everybody who wants to do something or wants to help out and people get parts and they've never been on stage before. I've been in theater and one of the questions they'll get, they'll ask me, because they know I've been in, how do you memorize these lines? So that actually prompted me to write a book, <laughs> shameless plug time, uh, called The Basic Onstage Actor's Guide. Oh, wait a minute. The Basic Survival Guide for Onstage Actors. And I wrote a whole chapter on memorizing. I've known different actors who different, do different things. I'd be curious to you know, what you do. I use the um, tape recorder method. So I would, which I mean now is, is obsolete. You would have like a digital Version, method yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. As you could do. But I would, um, I, I say read the script maybe three times, get familiar with some of the, some of the structure. And then I would um, start memorizing my lines. But then the thing is you have to memorize the other person's line. You have to memorize your cue, like what the person says yeah. to you that prompts you to say that line. So you have to memorize other lines as well. So I would put all of, the prompt lines from the other actors on tape and then just pause long enough to say my line. And then I would, I would bring it in the car. I would be riding around when I, you know, on the way, way to rehearsal, the way to school or whatever. And, you know, be talking to myself in the car, giving, giving my lines just over and over and over the repetition. But that's basically how I would do it was I was the tape recorder guy that used the tape to, to create the, the repetition. Tape record, you have like a reel to reel. <laughs> Yes, yeah, it was an eight-track, eight man, and you know. Uh, so I remember. So you, so you get cat. You know, you audition for a play, mm -hmm. you get cast, and then you're given a script, and then you, and then you get together first with everybody for a read-through, right? Mm -hmm. So you're just sitting around a table, and you see this on like TV shows too, 
everybody's just reading through their lines and, and uh, it's the first time. But oh, and then you, there's different phases of auditions where they say act one, and they, they refer to it as you got to be off book right. by a certain date. That's, that means um, that you can carry around your script in those early rehearsals, but at some point you're off book, but you're calling for lines like the assistant director will often be following the script. And if and that classic, you know, line, mm-hmm. <laughs> which Robin Williams had the joke about to be or. or Line, Line. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but at some point, you got to be off book. And then community in college theater. Oh my God! It's like people are. It's like a few days before opening. There's still people that don't know their so, lines, right? Right. Yeah. And, and they're they're. Book. Yeah. We've been on stage with people who still don't know their lines. That uh, one particular one. That, yeah. I think you were a part of this one. Um, the what was that forty seconds from Broadway, whatever. Yeah. The guy, the guy that played the um, the waiter. His lines were actually in the the. Um, the ticket that where he was taking people's orders, he had his lines actually printed in the in that. So he'd come out on stage holding the little ticket that he was pretending to write down people's orders, and nope. he had his lines. He would just read them. Yeah, yeah. He still didn't know his lines. Yeah, <laughs> but so so yeah, it's it's kind of like ties it back to what you're saying, like being on stage for you know 90 minutes without a script. There are some people that we were in plays with that were on stage 90 minutes and without still didn't know the script. Exactly. Yeah. It um, was improv. I think I did here and there use the recorder method. But what I remember mostly, so you're given the script and then uh, I would get like a yellow highlighter mm-hmm. uh, and I would go through and I would highlight my lines throughout the entire script. And then I would just, you know, one by one, I would, I would in my head, I would do the cue line and then I would start memorizing. So I do a lot of this work on my own, just working with the script. And what that did is I actually had a visual, like when I was recalling them later, I would actually visually see where they were. I could tell you, oh, this was on the, the left side of the page, the upper the upper right. part. I could remember where it was, and I don't know how that helped me or not. So I would do a lot of this work on my own. And then there's, there's a thing called, uh, run. You know, hey, would you help me run, run lines? Yeah. So you have friends who usually, they were either in the, in the play or actor, friend, or just friends or wanted to support you. And they would read in live, you know, the, the cue line. And then you would, without looking at the script, you would try to memorize it and they would correct you, you know, if you got something wrong. Right. Um, and you would just continue to, to do that over and over until you got off book. And then you're, you know, again, in, in rehearsals, even when you think you got most of it, you either call for a line or they'll correct you if you really botch it up. And so, but little by little, you just ingrain and you, and you get it. And hopefully <laughs> by opening night, you have it. You're yes. free flow because you don't really want to be ideally. I have to admit, yeah, a lot of times when I'm in a play and I'm on stage and the pressure's on, I'm thinking to myself, okay, my next line is this, and I got to, and there's, there's my cue. But ideally, you want to be so in the moment that you're just listening mm-hmm. and then responding without thinking ahead. I said what what you do with, in, with improv. Right. Responding. So did you find yourself that you had your lines memorized so well that you could just be in the moment? Yeah, right. Uh, I would find myself... During downtimes where I didn't actually have a line, I would think silently to myself, here we go back to overthinking. But I would think, wonder what my next line is when I speak again, what do I say? And it would I would be blank. I would have no idea what it was. Yeah. And then, but then I would hear my cue and then immediately it would be there. So yeah. like, yeah, trusting the creative process again of knowing it would it would be there. But that came from the yeah, the repetition where it was down so packed in my in my brain, in my recall that it would be there when I needed it to, to be. Um, one thing that I don't think we addressed last time that uh, I don't think it came up in our wide ranging conversation. There was so as much as we covered, there was so much that we didn't, but there was a play that I was in with you 
that uh, Greg Mandel wrote it. He and at the right. time he was like right out of high school or first mm-hmm. year of college, and he wrote this one act play about two brothers, right, that were arguing over their father's business or something. And that's um, right. We, and we did it at the community college, and we did like a number of shows. We did, it, we did it in multiple, I don't know, maybe five or six runs of it or something. Mm-hmm. And I remember doing this play with you. And it was you know, a number of lines, but it wasn't the, the most lines we ever had to, to memorize. But I remember we would do this over, you know, like I said, in different audiences, different venues. And I remember how we would recite, like, yes, you rehearse the scenes, the block, and the blocking is where you put, you're positioned on stage and all this. But we'd never, we didn't deliver the lines exactly the same way. Never every night and i always was impressed with you because i would say a line a little bit differently and you would respond to me more than just oh here's my line here's the way that i say it you would right. you would be feeding off the energy or the what do you call it the the internal dialogue with the context there's another word I'm, I'm looking for here not the context but the uh, subliminal <laughs> you know there's a word there right yeah i think i know what she is but i can't i can't think of yeah it. the subtext that's subtext it. there you go that's uh, right the, like the way that I would say it, you would feed your next line, feeding off of the way that I said it. And, and I remember, uh, so Diane Breitweiser mm-hmm. was a, a teacher there at the community college at Merrimack and Kirkwood. Uh, do you remember her? She paid you a great compliment one time where she said, Oh, yeah. Lee is, one of the reasons that Lee is a good actor is because he's such a good listener. Yes, I remember, remember that? that. I do recall that. Which was a great compliment. Yeah. Right, right. I always heard, yeah, 90% of acting is reacting. Is, ah. is not actually saying anything, but reacting to what you're given or what you, you can feed off and take and, and deliver. Because, I mean, we've, I've worked with actors, and I'm sure you have too. A few come to mind where once we do that reading, like when we get together the first time and sit down with the script and read it, they never deviate from the way they read it out loud till yeah. final night it never mm-hmm. changes but yeah i could never not because i couldn't remember how i said it like the night before but i would feed off something different you know kind yeah. of like i was like the grateful dead of an actor I, you know you never say the line the same way twice you know <laughs> just jamming. Yeah. never play the, the, the same song the same way i yeah i just could do it and that's a great lesson also that i teach in in improv too it not only works with scripted plays but people who are intimidated by improv i said all it is is just responding to the last thing that was said mm-hmm. or done you don't got to worry about the overall arc of the scene or save you know or, or how can i be funny it's just like what was the last thing that was said respond to that and whatever it's, you yeah know, it's, a, it's a it's a conversation someone says hi how are you you respond <laughs> you know i'm fine how are you you know it's it's easy once exactly. you understand so remember, that. yeah but i had that like i said after our last talk i remembered that that one act play that we did and sometimes yeah how I, I, sometimes i would deliver the, the line a little bit with more little anger or a little bit lightheartedness or a little sarcasm and you would just always feed back whatever it, i gave you exactly yeah you know, and hopefully i did the same thing with you but uh, that's right well a uh, funny a funny thing you said uh, that you could see it on the on the page when you were memorizing oh yeah a quick short funny story there was a girl i used to work with and there was one place each night where she came to, she was delivering the line she would pause for a moment and then continue. And it didn't really call, call for a pause. There was no reason for the pause being there. So it kind of used to, bo- it, it bothered me. And afterwards I said, why do you keep pausing during that? And it turned out that when she memorized it, that was on the, the continuation of the line was on the next page. So mentally <laughs> she was turning the page. And so hence the pause. So Wow. That is weird. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, once again, Lee, it's always fun. I think we should do more of these and solicit yes, more, more, more <laughs> questions. Uh, again, remind people where they can find you and your work. Uh, you can go to uh, And So The Mind Reels podcast. I'm on there. Or play-dead.com uh, is my uh, website with all my plays and all my writings and and uh, all my all my uh, recipes. No, I don't have any recipes. <laughs> recipes and all that good right. stuff, family. Yes. You have a great lasagna there. I yes. Think. That's awesome. <laughs> if you go to promoteyourcreativity.com, you can get on my email list as promoteyourcreativity.com. These links will be in the show notes as well of this, ep- this episode. But when you get on the email list at that address, you will get a bunch of different samples of my books and audio books and uh, also on the email list. And then you can just respond to one of the emails that I send you. And ask, like, pose a question, and yes. very Mel, very well, I should say, may uh, answer it on a uh, upcoming episode. So, uh, always a joy, Lee. Always fun, Bob. I think we inspired <laughs> some people here today. Yes, we have. All right, we'll be back and talk to you again real soon in the next episode. So long for now. Toodles. Toodles.